millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. The midterm elections. Oftentimes, this is the president of the United States being put on the ballot, and we see their report card reflected in what happens in these elections around the country. However, while many people were expecting a giant red wave, a red tsunami, the doors of the elevator open up and blood flow out just like it's The Shining, the Republicans seem to have underperformed in every regard in terms of midterm expectations. We're going to go over why this happened. We're going to talk about promising points in the data, but also talk about candidate quality and other issues. And I'm going to highlight some key important races, including the one that I was most disappointed in, which is the New York gubernatorial race. But before we get into any of that, this video is in fact sponsored. So we're going to talk about inflation, which unfortunately didn't impact the midterm elections more. And then we're going to come back over here and discuss this on the other side. Money is broken for lack of a better term. Everything is getting way more expensive and it seems like everything the fed does makes things much much worse trying to get a decent return on your investments is an absolute nightmare i'm feeling it and i'm sure you're feeling it but you know who understands this the experts over at noblegoldinvestments.com Contact them today and you could talk through your options. With Noble Gold Investments, you can get into contact with an American-based individualized professional that's not trying to upsell you, but will give you your options on how to best navigate this inflationary environment. And if you do decide to start a qualifying IRA with noblegoldinvestments.com, you will be gifted a three-ounce American Virtue coin, which is absolutely wonderful. It's beautiful. I love it, and I think that you guys need to go over to noblegoldinvestments.com or call them at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. So the first thing that you need to understand is that two things can be true in terms of the midterm elections. The Republicans technically did take back the House, so overall, on a technical level, the midterms were in fact a victory. However, it can feel like a dramatic loss because what the expectations were versus what we saw were so dramatically different. And there's some races that are just unfathomable that the Republicans lost. But again, they ran bad candidates in a lot of different places. And when you do that, especially in a very polarizing environment, you end up in a situation where you lose incredibly winnable races, which is exactly what happened in the state of Pennsylvania. Now, a lot of people have been pointing out that Doug Mastriano on the gubernatorial ticket was a bad candidate. That's 100% true. He well underperformed Dr. Oz, who is running for Senate against John Fetterman, who recently had a stroke and honestly does not look like he's very functional. However, Dr. Oz was not a 
good candidate. Dr. Oz was not an elevate the ticket kind of candidate. Dr. Oz was the kind of candidate that if you had somebody who is good in the gubernatorial position, maybe they could have elevated Dr. Oz because Dr. Oz somehow lost to John Fetterman, who is barely functional. I was so proud to march with you in downtown Pittsburgh. Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Send me to Washington, D.C. to send so I can work with Senator Casey and I can champion the union way of life in Jersey, excuse me, in D.C. Thank you. Thank you very much. And it's an honor. I live eight minutes away from here. And when I leave tonight, I got three miles away. Dr. Oz in his mansion in New Jersey. You've got a friend and you have an ally. Send me to Washington, D.C. Being anti-union is anti-American. What is wrong with demanding for an easy, safe kind of their income? A path to a safe place for them to win. Or excuse me, to, to work. Now, there's a lot of things that go on in Pennsylvania that honestly are ridiculous and absurd, and they do play into this. First and foremost, the Oz-Fetterman debate, while it was a great win for Dr. Oz actually started after significant amount of votes were sent in early, which is one of the reasons why we need to cut down on early voting and this mail-in nonsense that is going on in this country. And obviously, they should have done the debate before, but part of Fetterman's strategy was avoid doing the debate because we all know he is very poor in his ability to function as a candidate. But he's going to go to the Senate. This person who people have argued might actually be dead is going to be a United States Senate. And the crazy thing is, is that he was such a bad candidate before the stroke that honestly, maybe the stroke gave him a little bit more sympathy, especially when he was going into an empty vessel that was, in fact, Dr. Oz. Now, that's Pennsylvania. It's very disappointing. The Republicans are likely going to lose the Senate because Herschel Walker went into a runoff against Raphael Warnock. Unfortunately, Brian Kemp could not carry him over the line. And I don't have faith him alone on the ticket is going to be a winner. Now, those are the two Eastern races that went really poorly for Republicans. And again, it remains to be seen whether or not Herschel Walker can bring this thing home in the runoff election in the state of Georgia. But we got to move to the West because there are some absolutely ridiculous ridiculous and absurd things going on in the state of Nevada and in the state of Arizona. Now, Arizona not only features a very important Senate race, where right now, at the time of me recording this video, Blake Masters is trailing his Democratic opponent, which is absolutely disaster because they need Nevada and they need Arizona, especially if I turn out to be right, related to the state of Georgia, in order to capture the Senate. And honestly, Mitch McConnell not putting money into Blake Masters' Senate campaign is going to turn out to be an absolute disaster for Republicans and for him, considering he wants to be the Senate Majority Leader. However, what's going on in Arizona is so absurd and ridiculous, and the idea that you wouldn't do anything to fix the way that you count votes in that state between 2020 and 2022 is honestly shameful. We are like 
likely to not have the full results from the gubernatorial and from the Senate race until next week. That is inexcusable. That's embarrassing. If you look at how Florida counted the votes, and believe me, we're going to spend some time on Florida later, they basically had 95% of it counted within about two hours. They streamlined their system after the disaster that was the year 2000, and we saw in 2020 and in 2022 that Florida is just not a problem. Everything seems to work over there, and it's really absurd that we live in a country where you could have a state like Arizona where every Everything gets bungled and you have Florida to contrast and everything seems to be working well. I mean, I was joking on Twitter about how I would love to live in a country as modern and advanced as Brazil because they were able to count their election ballots same day. And that should be the standard. That's what we should expect. But Arizona seems to just be slacking off. We get 1% updates after five hours of waiting. They go to bed at seven o'clock Eastern time. It's just embarrassing. And by the way, Arizona is not the only one. We're seeing similar issues in Nevada and in California. The Los Angeles mayoral race, which I was watching carefully, is even slower. And all they have to do is count the votes of a city. You have millions upon millions of votes in Florida counted pretty well within two hours. You have other states that have gotten their totals and their results pretty much to a T within the first night. And then you have these random states and cities on the West Coast just doing a terrible and embarrassing job. And a lot of people have tried to blame Republicans. They say, oh, in Maricopa County, four out of the five election officials are in fact Republicans. But if you look at the issues that they had, they are all things that fall under the jurisdiction of the cat lady that's running against Carrie Lake. Katie Hobbs. So Katie Hobbs has been an absolute disaster for the state of Arizona, and she's bungling this election, which is even more ridiculous because she actually ran her entire campaign on Carrie Lake being a bad person for questioning mud democracy. Now, whatever you want to attribute this to, it doesn't matter. But the point is, this level of incompetence, if you think it's incompetence, is going to make people not trust the system because it's not looking trustworthy. Now, at the time of me recording this video, Carrie Lake, who is a superstar, is in the lead or close enough at this point, but we have no idea how this is going to go. I think Carrie Lake is going to eventually become the winner of the gubernatorial race, and I think it's incumbent on her as a first priority to fix what's going on in Arizona's voting because these kind of issues cannot stand. And by the way, Arizona wasn't like this. I remember the 2016 election. I remember the 2012 election. I remember other elections in the state of Arizona where they didn't have these problems. So these are newly introduced problems that came in around 2020, and we're still seeing the effects of them. It's embarrassing. I'm not on board with it. I really do hope Carrie Lake wins because Katie Hobbs is going to bungle this at the gubernatorial level, and it would be nice to be able to secure our elections to be able to have everything working in a streamlined process, but it doesn't seem like that's possible. Even Pennsylvania corrected some of their issues with their mail-in ballots by opening them election day so that we wouldn't end up in a situation where they were counting. Michigan actually did something similar where they had streamlined results night of this idea and it comes from the left that we should never expect streamline night of results is absurd that's the standard maybe into the next day could happen but overall we should be expecting election results rather quickly because this is what we used to have in the united states of america and the one notable time where we didn't have it was the state of florida and it was such an issue it was such a disaster for this country that florida now has one of the best election 
operations in the entire country. Now, by the way, the Republican candidate at the time of me recording this video seems to be leading in the state of Nevada for their Senate race right now. We can talk about that when the results come in. Hopefully, he gets a hold of that seat because Biden with the majority in the Senate could be absolutely disastrous for this country. In fact, it will be disastrous for this country, and it would be nice to have some level of rebuke, especially when the red wave turned out to be a red puddle for the most part. Now, I want to jump from Arizona to a race that is near and dear to my heart, but I want to first start out by saying that Lee Zeldin lost. I'm not a guy who likes consolation prizes. I'm not a guy who likes moral victories or anything like that. I was really hoping for Lee Zeldin. I was joking in my last video, which was recorded before the election, about how if he loses, I never want to believe in anything ever again. And he did, in fact, lose. Now, it was incredibly close. It was within five points. One of the things that I found fascinating is that the number of people who left New York State due to COVID lockdowns, due to Democratic policies, is actually greater than Hathi Hochul's margin of victory victory in the state of New York. But as I said on Twitter, second place gets you absolutely nothing in American politics. So Zeldin pulling in close, making a game of it. Interesting, but overall a dramatic loss and really terrifying considering Kathy Hochul is one of the worst governors in the country, one of the most authoritarian, and she denied crime up until the very end, which is the one reason why Zeldin was able to pull it close, but it wasn't enough to put the legend of Zeldin over the top. Now, with that being said, there are other things across the state of New York that are incredibly positive. So Zeldin 100% loss. It's a total loss for the state of New York because the gubernatorial position is the position that you need to capture in order to fix bail reform, and Kathy Hochul is ideologically opposed to incarcerating criminals and punishing them, and that wreaks havoc across the state. But there are some good federal implications, and there's probably a path forward in the city of New York for a good Republican mayoral candidate. So first and foremost, we need to talk about how the Democrats totally bungled the redistricting in the state of New York. Now, to understand New York, you have to understand Democrats. Democrats' obsession with gerrymandering. Now, I know that we're told by the mainstream media that questioning the integrity of our democracy and our elections is bad, but in reality, in actuality, it's only bad when Republicans do it because Democrats do it every single election, every time they lose. And one of the things they like to attack is gerrymandering, which is the redrawing of congressional districts. Now, it has been ruled time and time again by the Supreme Court that gerrymandering is constitutional because you have to redraw the districts. And because this is down to the state legislature, this is inherently political. And in left-wing states, they tend to gerrymander in favor of Democrats. In right-wing states or purple states, they tend to gerrymander in favor of who's in charge at the time that they're doing the gerrymandering. Now, a lot of people can be angry about this. A lot of people can point out the kooky districts that are there. But remember, the reason why we have so many gerrymandering cases and so much precedent for this is because after the Civil Rights Act, the Democratic Party would do gerrymandering in order to get more black representatives in Congress. And after they lost on racial gerrymandering, they started using political data and the court ruled because this is an inherently political process, you are allowed to do this. So all of the precedent has been set up as a way to get more minorities into Congress. And the consequence of getting rid of gerrymandering likely will be to break up minority districts. But anyway, New York threw caution to the wind and under Andrew Cuomo passed an anti-gerrymandering statute. So they ended up setting up an independent commission of 10 people that were going to vote on the congressional districts. That commission got deadlocked and then it got kicked back 
according to the people in the New York State Legislature, to the New York State Legislature. But the thing is, they had already passed a law against partisan gerrymandering. So when the New York State Legislature cut the districts in such a way to create only three Republican districts so that they could get the maximum representation in Congress, they became incredibly vulnerable to court challenges. So this was challenged. The court looked at it. The court looked at the law that these same Democrats passed against exactly what they did, and they redrew the districts in a way that did not look at political data. And the result of this is that the state of New York now has way more congressional districts in play, and it looks like they're now going to get about 10 congressional seats, maybe up to 12. And the reason why they won these swing districts is because Lee Zeldin, the legend of Zeldin, ran such a good campaign, and he won all of these swing counties, thus elevating the Republicans to a majority in the House of Representatives. So Lee Zeldin may have lost a gubernatorial race, which honestly, if you're a New Yorker, there is no consolation prize. But for a national level, for the National Republican Party, he saved the red wave. Single-handedly, he elevated the Republicans to the point where they could maintain a majority, and he deserves credit for that. Just look at the map from 2018 or 2014's gubernatorial race versus the 2022 gubernatorial race, and you can see that Lee Zeldin, the legend of Zeldin, had coattails, and a bunch of Congress people rode those coattails to victory. So congratulations to Lee Zeldin in that regard. He fell on the sword, losing his one congressional seat, which, by the way, ended up going to a Republican, so it was not a net loss for Republicans almost won the governorship, but in the act of doing this, he ended up elevating a bunch of different Republicans. Also, very interestingly, Lee Zeldin struck gold in a lot of places in New York City. Now, he won Staten Island, which, by the way, no Republican gubernatorial candidate had won since 2002. Big move for him. But he also got 30% in Brooklyn, and he got 37% of the vote in Queens, which is absolutely amazing. And this was largely carried in Queens by Asians and Hispanics who were sick of crime and totally ended up changing the map. I mean, we have Democrats that are staples in the party that are completely off the board in Brooklyn. Asians came out to vote for Zeldin and they unseated the head of the state Democratic Party in the process. People who were supposed to be locks were removed. The head of the DCCC, a congressman out in New York, also lost their district. So Zeldin did absolutely amazing in terms of that. And I was very skeptical of the Orthodox and Hasidic Jewish endorsements for Lee Zeldin. I didn't think, based on voting patterns, that it would make that much of a difference. But if you look at the neighborhood map in New York City and you see those dark reds representing 80 to 90% of the vote for Zeldin in the middle of Brooklyn... What you realize is that those are Jewish neighborhoods, and they not only turned out for Zeldin, but they turned out in overwhelming majorities for him because Asians, Jewish people, are all sick of the violent crime because they're being disproportionately victimized by it. So while Zeldin cannot be one of the biggest winners of the 2022 midterms because if you lose your race, you can't be a winner— the New York Republican Party benefited overwhelmingly by Zeldin, and the National Republican Party benefited overwhelmingly by Zeldin, so he gets a lot of credit in that regard. Now, we gotta move... 
down south to where a bunch of New Yorkers moved and possibly the reason why Zeldin could not win in 2022, and that is the state of Florida. Now, I talked about how Florida absolutely nailed the count of the election, but there's so much more interesting stuff in Florida that we have to go over. First and foremost, Ron DeSantis only lost five counties. And by the way, he won every single county with a major city except for the county that contains Orlando. And even that one, he barely lost compared to what you would expect. These strong urban centers that went 20-something points for Hillary Clinton are solid red right now. He won Miami-Dade County, which is 70% Latino, which tracks an overall trend in this country of about 40% of Latinos voting Republican. By the way, I've been on the fact that Republicans can gain Latinos based on crime messaging, and it is not only proven out in the specific case of Florida, which, by the way, I think DeSantis is advantaged by the fact that he has a Latino-sounding name, even though he's Italian, but it's also borne out by the nationwide shift of Latinos, specifically on the crime issue. Well, thank you so much. You know, over these past four years, we've seen major challenges for the people of our state, for the citizens of the United States, and above all, for the cause of freedom. We saw freedom in our very way of life, and so many other jurisdictions in this country wither on the vine. Florida held the line. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. We chose facts over fear. We chose education over indoctrination. We chose law and order over rioting and disorder. Florida was a refuge of sanity when the world went mad. We stood as a citadel of freedom for people across this country and indeed across the world. We faced attacks. We took the hits. We weathered the storms. But we stood our ground. We did not back down. We had the conviction to guide us and we had the courage to lead. We made promises. We made promises to the people of Florida, and we have delivered on those promises. Now, a lot of people have made a lot of hay of the fact that Ron DeSantis won originally in 2018 by 30,000 votes, and now he won by something like 1.3 million votes. But I do want to say there's a couple of caveats in there that are important. Now, first and foremost, Ron DeSantis's governance is what propelled him to this overwhelming victory. He did, in fact, earn it. Even though 900,000 people moved to the state of Florida, they moved largely due to the fact that Ron DeSantis was governing the state of Florida differently than their blue states. And those were the red folks from those blue states. So he actually does get credit for that. Number two, Ron DeSantis originally was on a ticket with Rick Scott. If you look at every single one of Rick Scott's elections in the state of Florida, his gubernatorial and his Senate elections, this guy is destined to win by less than one point. So Rick Scott is super polarizing, and he dragged down Ron DeSantis back in 2018. Number three, Ron DeSantis was put over the top in 2018 by Donald Trump, undeniably, and he needed it because the mainstream media was trying to make Andrew Gillum into the next Obama. Gillum was this juggernaut candidate being propped up by everyone and anyone. And by the way, the fact that Ron DeSantis beat the heir apparent to Barack Obama is the reason why the media hates Ron DeSantis. First and foremost is why they hated him during the campaign. They tried every dirty trick against him, and he was able to stave off that victory. That being said, DeSantis's governance really propelled him to this victory. There was a story out of the hurricane, Hurricane Ian, where a bridge collapsed. And I had to check 
check this about 800 times because I didn't believe it was possible in America anymore. But Ron DeSantis and his hurricane response team rebuilt that bridge in 48 hours, two days. That never happens in the United States of America. We have so many different environmental impact studies, so many different absurd regulations that our government doesn't function like that anywhere, and yet it functioned like that in the state of Florida because DeSantis is absolutely skilled at governing his state. He's somebody who could manage the system better than anybody, and he deserves a lot of credit, and this is what the people of Florida were responding to. Every single time this guy goes on a venture, it's successful. He's able to combat the media, but he's also able to let things go, and he picks his battles really well, and this is why Ron DeSantis is being seen as a viable presidential option because Ron DeSantis looks like a winner. And the dirty little secret in American politics is what people want more than anything is a winner. And DeSantis looks just amazing on every level. States and cities governed by leftist politicians have seen crime skyrocket. They've seen their taxpayers abused. They've seen medical authoritarianism imposed and they've seen American principles discarded. The woke agenda has caused millions of Americans to leave these jurisdictions for greener pastures. Now this great exodus of Americans, for those folks, Florida, for so many of them, has served as the promised land. We, we have embraced freedom. We have maintained law and order. We have protected the rights of parents. We have respected our taxpayers. And we reject woke ideology. We fight the woke in the legislature. We fight the woke in the schools. We fight the woke in the corporations. We will never, ever surrender to the woke mob. Florida is where woke goes to die. And by the way, large portions of my audience have jumped ship to Ron DeSantis, and all you have to do is look at the poll on my community tab, which has Ron DeSantis at a near two-to-one margin over Donald Trump as a better candidate for 2024. And I know a lot of people like to play games and like to misdirect and like to distract from the fact that Ron DeSantis needs to run in 2024, but these people are absolutely in denial. Ron DeSantis' gubernatorial term ends in 2026. The idea that he's going to be relevant in 2028 is just not the case. If Ron DeSantis waits, if he holds off, if he wants to run against an empty seat in 2028, he's going to end up like Chris Christie. Nobody's going to care about how he managed coronavirus in the state of Florida in 2028. This is his moment. You have small windows of opportunity in American politics, and DeSantis, for himself, should go for it because if he doesn't run and win in 2024 or at least run in the primary and get his name recognition up, he will not be president any year. That's just a fact and you have to deal with it. The choice isn't Trump now, DeSantis later. The choice is Trump or DeSantis, which of course brings us to the main issue from the media related to Republicans, which is this idea that we need to decide between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis for 2024. Now, I just want to give the caveat that a lot can happen between now and 2024, and there's a lot of front runner candidates that go into the primary and just get massacred. So the idea that it's definitely going to be between these two, if both of them announce, even though Trump is definitely going to announce him 
my opinion. DeSantis still, maybe, even though strategically for himself, he should. It might not be the case that it's Trump facing off against DeSantis because primary voters change their minds. They do things differently. There's issues of momentum and all that. But I think it's important for people who are concerned about American politics, for people who want a change from Joe Biden, to discuss what are the viabilities and the faults of each of these candidates. Now, Trump, we know all the faults from him. Everything about Trump is out there. It's public. Everybody understands it. Right now, Trump's biggest problem is that he is not viewed by a lot of people as a winner, and DeSantis is viewed as a bigger winner. This is why people are jumping on board the DeSantis train. It's not that Ron DeSantis cut these backroom deals with the Republican establishment or anything like that. It's that he looks like a winner, so people are jumping on board with him. And this idea that Trump made DeSantis, therefore DeSantis owes Trump something, it's just not true. It is true that Trump made DeSantis. He did help him get through the primary and helped him get through the general election. But DeSantis is his own person. He's governed his state And he's been judged on his own merits, and Trump has nothing to do with it. He doesn't have to perpetually fall down on the sword for Donald Trump, especially if he's the more viable candidate, and it would be better for the Republican Party if Ron DeSantis ran. However, this brings us to the most important question— Is it better for the Republican Party if Ron DeSantis runs? Will Ron DeSantis have any chance of beating Trump in the primary? And this is where things get unbelievably sketchy. So first and foremost, I do believe that contested primaries are good for the party. There's all this narrative about how it's a bad thing, it's a terrible thing, and I don't think that's the case. I think a contested primary garners a whole bunch of attention on the candidates and can help propel them to a national spotlight, and I think that's incredibly crucial. So DeSantis against Trump in the primary, I don't think hurts the party. I actually think it helps the party because it puts the focus on the candidates and allows them to get their message out there and build momentum and do all the things that they need to do in order to make sure they're best set up for the general election. Secondly, Ron DeSantis is not going to betray Trump or anything like that. If Trump wins, DeSantis will endorse Trump. In fact, the overwhelming majority of Republicans will get behind Trump if he wins the primary because, again, what people want more than anything in American politics is a winner. This is why 99% of the never-Trumpers ended up jumping on board after he won, because a lot of them were never-Trumpers, first and foremost because they thought he was going to lose to Hillary Clinton, and they wanted to be right on that issue. So DeSantis is going to get on board and support him. Will Trump support DeSantis if DeSantis pulls out a victory? Probably not. Maybe not. Trump is not a party guy. That's just a reality. You have to face up to that. But I don't think that the chances of DeSantis beating Trump are all that high. I think Trump is a monster in the primary. He has a huge amount of support from the base, and that will push him over the top in the primary, even if DeSantis runs an absolutely stellar campaign. Because the other thing that you have to remember is that primaries are also in part about name recognition. And even though all the political people know about Ron DeSantis and the state of Florida, they know about Ron DeSantis, nationwide, he just does not have that name appeal. On top of that, he doesn't have the charisma of Trump. I like a lot of what DeSantis does. I think he's way better at governing than Donald Trump. But in reality, Trump has charisma and Trump can speak to a certain subset of voters that Republicans need in states like Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin that Ron DeSantis has not proven he could speak to. So even the prospect of DeSantis being a better general election candidate 
is actually in question because Trump drives out the white working class voter, or at least he did in his first election. Therefore, he might be a better national candidate, at least in 2024. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. There is no way for DeSantis to prove between now and then that he has the appeal of those voters. And DeSantis yanking over a bunch of Latinos is very positive. And I think that trend can be held to if the Republicans focus on the issues Latinos care about rather than the issues that everybody constantly tells you that Latinos care about. Now, obviously, the economy is super important. Everybody understands that. That basically goes without saying. What I'm talking about is the number one issue behind the economy, which for the last couple of years was crime. A lot of people think it's immigration. That's not really the case. It is a priority, but the idea that this is the sole priority of Latinos is left-wing Democratic strategist nonsense, and you shouldn't buy into it. Trump was incredibly harsh on immigration, and he won more Latinos than Romney. Trump was incredibly harsh on immigration during his term, and he won more Latinos in 2020 than he did in 2010. And he helped the trend of pushing Miami-Dade more towards the Republicans. So this idea that you get the Latinos by pandering to them in the same way that the Democrats do is not the case. These are voters that are shifting based on issues. You have to identify those issues. And especially when they're issues that you agree with, like crime, you should emphasize that messaging. And by the way, crime should be emphasized as messaging across the country because it's a winning message. Even though Zeldin didn't win, the reason why he was able to close a 20-point gap from the 2018 gubernatorial race was based on crime and crime essentially alone. Now, to backtrack to my point about the white working class voters and Trump's ability, in my opinion, to churn those people out, way more than Ron DeSantis, there's also the problem of the Trump base, because Trump will likely not endorse Ron DeSantis. Trump will likely be petty if he lost the primary, because he's not a guy who falls in line behind other people. It just doesn't happen, especially when he thinks he's responsible for the success of that other person. So we might end up in a situation where the Trump base, that loyalist strain that typically doesn't vote Republican, ends up holding out as a way to punish DeSantis based on the way that Trump feels about him if he were to lose. And this is where you basically end up in the prisoner's dilemma set up by Trump, and why I think even if both of them run, and it is important for Ron DeSantis to actually run and get his name out there and put his name in the ring— Trump will ultimately come out on top. Now, again, a lot can change between now and 2024. I understand that. I'm given that caveat. Everybody gets where I'm at in terms of this. But also, you run into the problem with the Trump base maybe not coming out for DeSantis, or likely portions of it not coming out for DeSantis, in contrast to the fact that Trump turns out Democrats more than any other candidate. They can't stand him, I'm talking about the voters, more than any other candidate the Republicans can put forward. And you end up in a weird situation that's kind of similar to the 2020 election, where the media is going to try to turn DeSantis into Trump, and it's just not going to be as successful, very similarly to how Trump was trying to turn Joe Biden into Hillary Clinton, when in reality, the negatives for Joe Biden in terms of the American population 
are nowhere near as high as Hillary Clinton. So you're in a situation where Trump will definitely gin up hysteria and turn out the left wing base against him. But he might have to be the candidate just because he'll also turn out the base for him and the base might not vote for any other candidate and might get on board with this narrative that Ron DeSantis has somehow betrayed Trump. And to be clear, to make this 100% understandable for everyone out there in the audience, Ron DeSantis in no way, shape or form at all, 0% betrayed Donald Trump. People asking Ron DeSantis time and time again, the most obvious question of all time, which is, are you going to run for president? And DeSantis responding with, I'm looking at the Florida election, that's what I'm focused on, is not a betrayal of Trump. According to Trump insiders, Ron DeSantis should have said, no, I'm not going to run for president because that's Trump's slot or something to that effect. To me, that's absolutely absurd. That's not how American politics works. That is how Trump works. So this whole thing with Trump attacking DeSantis, not a good look. DeSantis not responding, I actually find to be an amazing counter strategy because Trump's strategy is to clear the field for him. This is why he's probably going to announce Tuesday, November 15th, which is unbelievably early. And Ron DeSantis doesn't have to show his cards right now. And by the way, definitely didn't have to show his cards when he was running for the Florida gubernatorial position. Also, I've seen a lot of stupid people say that Ron DeSantis running for president is a betrayal of the people of Florida that voted for him. That's absurd. That's insane. The people of Florida voted for Ron DeSantis knowing that he is likely a presidential candidate. Ron DeSantis at his election win party had people in the crowd chanting two more years, as in, in two more years, you're going to run for president. And so today, after four years, the people have delivered their verdict. Freedom is here to stay. Everybody understands where Ron DeSantis' trajectory is at. Everybody understands the position that he's in. Everybody understands that it's Ron DeSantis' time to shine. And the idea that him being the person who acknowledges the reality that's around him makes him some kind of a traitor or makes him bad for Florida or anything like that is insanity. Anybody who feeds you that nonsense is either incredibly dumb or being misleading because they want to be on Team Trump. If DeSantis doesn't run, let me say it again, in 2024, DeSantis will be irrelevant by 2028. It's Trump or DeSantis, not Trump then DeSantis. Now again, I think you can look at both candidates. You can acknowledge the reality that perception right now among Republicans and among the American population, and even the left knows this, that DeSantis is a winner and Trump is not a winner, is what's holding right now, while also acknowledging all those things that I said about Trump's potential advantages over DeSantis in not just the primary, but in a general election. I think we should objectively obsess this, not make everything about the fight between those two, but honestly, Trump has to play his part in not making his campaign about fighting off Ron DeSantis. He's showing a lot of fear of this guy, when in reality, he should be embracing him and talking about how he endorsed this guy when not a lot of 
of people were paying attention to him, and he turned out to be a star. And in that way, he could actually take credit for DeSantis while undercutting him. I don't like Trump's strategy. I don't like the strategy, now he's attacking Yunkin, of attacking people that he endorsed, trying to undercut them. Wait for them to actually be in the primary to do that, because in the primary, all's fair in love, war, and politics. But right now, it's not looking great for Trump in terms of the general attitude, even though I think the chances of him winning the primary are not diminished all that much. So yeah, you can feed into the divide if you want to. You can start attacking DeSantis for no other reason than Trump is angry at him because his star is rising. Or you could acknowledge the realities, weigh both candidates objectively, even have favoritism towards one or the other, and actually wait for this to be hashed out in the primary. That's what I'm going to do. And to be clear, so I'm not hiding my cards, I think Ron DeSantis would make a better president than Donald Trump, even though I am not convinced that he would be a better general election candidate this go around just because of the presence of Trump and the idea that Trump's base likely might not turn out for him in the way that they would turn out for Trump. So those are my cards on the table. I want you guys to know where I'm at, not hiding the ball right there. But I also want to know what you guys think down in the comments below. If you liked the video, you show me by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on all my social media. Support me via the support links in the description box of this video. This has been me talking about the midterms and, of course, the giant orange man in the room. Till next time. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.